You are about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Episode 23. My guest today is Zoe Rastegar. Zoe is a lifestyle coach and a business owner. Her business, Life Simplified Pro, which can be found at lifesimplifiedpro.com, specializes in downsizing, organizing, and move management. However, Zoe does not approach these activities as transactional. She approaches them as emotional. And Zoe takes great pride in approaching these activities and these life events with a clear understanding of her client's personal hopes and fears. So with that, let's get started. Hello, it is your host, Mediocre Mitch. As we get into episode 23, I want to take a moment to mention a few quick things. First, season one of the Meet Mediocrity podcast is approaching its conclusion. Episode 25, which is coming in two weeks, will be our season one finale. The great news is that Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and seven other podcast platforms have already agreed to carry the Meet Mediocrity Podcast Season 2, which will be starting in three weeks. And of course, you will always be able to find the Meet Mediocrity Podcast on our website, meetmediocrity.com. If you follow Meet Mediocrity on Instagram, you'll notice that Meet Mediocrity t-shirts in red, blue, green, and black are making their way around the world. If you want a chance at winning a free Meet Mediocrity t-shirt, you should request one on social media or through our website. Now, a little bit about today's guest, Zoe Rastegar. Zoe is an incredibly interesting intellectual, thoughtful, and empathetic person. Zoe holds degrees in nursing, English literature, and health management. She's experienced in communications, media, and public relations. Zoe's well-roundedness can be seen in her business, Life Simplified Pro. Look, I am well aware that there are people who help other people downsize, organize, and relocate their lives. However, most of the people I know in this business approach their roles as transactional. They say things like, how can I help you get rid of stuff? They say, how can I help you sell things you no longer need? And how can I help you get your closets and desks cleared of unnecessary things? While these are certainly useful and important, the thing that impressed me so much about Zoe And the reason I invited Zoe onto the Meet Mediocrity podcast is that she adds an intense human touch to these activities. The effort she makes to really understand her clients as people, to understand their long-term goals, to understand their personal objectives becomes critical because Zoe takes the time to align relocation and downsizing support to her clients' overall health and wellness. So, without further delay, here is my conversation with Zoe Rastegar of Life Simplified Pro. 
Zoe, thank you so much for joining me today. Good morning, and thanks for having me. Zoe, in the introduction to this podcast, um, I gave a little bit of an intro into your very interesting business and the fact that you, Zoe, are a very interesting person. So before I get into um, your business, Life Simplified Pro, Mm -hmm. I'd like to learn a little bit about Zoe, your background, and what led you to this business. Well, thank you very much for giving me that opportunity, of course. Well, as you know, all of us, our background and our life is a journey for every one of us is different. And mine is a journey too, but I'm going to make it brief. I will not give you a long journey. Mm -hmm. So just enough for the audience to know who I am and why I'm here at this time doing what I'm doing. Well, uh, let's start with uh, my background. Uh, My heritage is Iranian. I came to United States in the early 70s, of course, with my husband, and I have lived in the Washington, D.C. area for the most of my life. And I raised, uh, we raised three children, and they were all born here and raised here. Uh, Myself, of course, I was born in Iran, and my early education, which was uh, nursing, and I got a degree, bachelor's degree in nursing, that was in Iran, in Pahlavi University, in the city of Shiraz. And then later on, when I came here, while I was um, raising my children, uh, I was also pursuing more education. So my love of literatures, you know, pushed me to English literature, so I got master's in English literature. And then after that, I guess I went back to my health background and I went to Georgetown Washington, George, I'm sorry, George Washington University, and I got my master's in health and management. Then, so, so far you see such a diverse so far. Very interesting. Yes. Then, uh, so I want to tell you what happened that I got to this point and all of them in a way are related, although it seemed very different. So, uh, because at the same time that I was raising children and I was going to school and after that, I was very active in my community, especially with um, organizations that had to do with women and women issues and also culture and diversity. So, because I had the face and kind of name in my community, especially within Iranian community, so by accident, I said incident and coincident, Uh, I was moved to television media. I was asked to come and do this, uh, you know, whatever I'm doing as public speaking and whatever I'm doing in this organization, let's come and do something on television. I'm not going to go detail into that because that's a whole different story. Right. But anyway, for kind of like 15 years, I was doing as executive producer, executive producer, I was producing shows and also hosting shows. First in my ethnic language, Farsi, and then in English. So after 10 years, 15 years, I thought I need a transition. I need to do something, not only transition, I just wanted to be more one-on-one with people. I am a communication person and I'd really like to have more personal uh, ties with people. So I looked and looked, so I found this uh, field of image consulting. So I found it interesting because it had so many different areas that you could uh, be active and help people, like um, appearance, behavior, communications. So that communication part attracted me. And I thought, okay, with what I have, 
in communication experience with media, let me go and learn, see what they're talking about. So anyway, part of that communication section of it was also coaching, coaching individuals and businesses and even students out of college for interview, customer service, and all those things that you have to do one-on-one -on -one with people right. and actually meeting people. So I worked with that through that and did different things and mostly the communication part uh, in about two years. So then in 2016, for my own personal reasons, I had to go through downsizing myself. I had to go from a big house to a apartment. Mm -hmm. And that experience, it was just like a light bulb in my head that, wow, you have all this experience and why don't you just focus it on certain population in need of such a service? And then when I did research, which I will tell you later on, um, that, that put me here for this lifestyle coaching and downsizing, organizing, and move management. So it's almost as if your life has prepared you for this moment, Zoe, which is really amazing. I, you, and, you and I have more in common than, than I realized. We both have um, collegiate, college degrees in English literature. Oh. We both did some studying at George Washington University. And when I was at George Washington University, um, my college roommate, who is still one of my best friends, was born in Iran. Yeah. So we have uh, quite a few things in common. But the thing that I like the most about what you said, Zoe, is you had this combination of life experiences, education, and just you know, inner Zoe, your, your ability to relate to people and empathize with people are all coming together to form this business that you've created, Life Simplified Pro. Well, so, I appreciate you saying that. That's, that's, that's actually true. That's what I said. It's a journey and, and it's a diverse journey. So that it is. Yes, you got it. But so, so you're, you're fortunate because not everyone gets to do that. And so now you're here. You formed this company called Life Simplified Pro. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, uh, Life Simplified Pro is simply about simplifying lives by responding to clients who need assisting in their transition to a simple, lighter, and more, more stress-free lifestyle. Basically, mm -hmm. that's that. I personally work with my clients in their pre and post transitions regarding downsizing and move management as well as organizing and assisting them after the move if they ask for more services. I also assist them with other services through outsourcing such as finding them a home Maybe they want to go to assisted living. Maybe they have to go to nursing home. Maybe don't, they don't have family to assist them. Maybe they need to move an apartment. I can assist them to find that apartment with my connections to real estate. So in a variety of ways, even decorating their home, the, the, the new home. So these are all the things that I like to do for the clients. It's, you know, I just don't stop on one thing. As long as they need me and they want my services, I'm going to provide that. So, Zoe, I recently personally went through an experience with my in-laws. They moved from their home of, of 
many years, I think maybe 20 years, and they downsized into assisted living. And we hired someone who really just kind of cleaned out the house, gave some things to charity, did a bit of a tag sale, and, and helped them downsize. But Zoe, in speaking with you and looking at your, your website, there's more to it than that, at least as it relates to dealing with Zoe. Um, and I think there's, you know, my, my podcast, Mediocrity, is a health and well, wellness podcast. And I feel like your assistance is broader than just downsizing, and it really does tie to health and wellness. So I want to give you a chance to, to kind of expand upon what you just described. I'm glad you asked that, actually, Mitch, because uh, uh, I thought probably people and even yourself may be wondering why I'm on your podcast when it says health and wellness and I'm doing downsizing and move management. Um, actually, health and wellness concerns and practices is nothing new. It has been around with different shape and form within different cultures for many, many centuries. Uh, such as Persian culture, Chinese, Indians, and others. Uh, through spiritual exercises, yoga, martial arts, healthy diet practices, and you know, healthy diet practices, and so on and so forth. Health and wellness continues to be a high currency in our modern times. In the 21st century, actually, health and wellness has affected perhaps every industry. And it is surely changing our lifestyle from our diet to exercise, to where we live, what we buy, to how much we accumulate. And now we look for more time for us. It's, it's now we're changing. We want to change that, those habits. And we're looking for more time for ourselves, for travel, for fun, for our families. We do not want to spend that much on material goods, hopefully, as, as time goes on. And we are thinking, why? Why are we spending so much to possess things? And then we spend so much of energy, money, and everything in order to get rid of them. So that is the question. So uh, also, on top of that, is the physical and mental stress that for the upkeep for management, for storing of all those belongings. So all of these uh, made a change, especially with the new generation. If you notice the new generation, they want very minimalistic and uh, very simple lifestyle. They do not accumulate as we did the generation before. Mm -hmm. So, and this has direct relationship to health and wellness. This is where I'm getting at that it's proven, it's proven by studies, by professionals, by scientists, by health experts, that it does have direct relationship with health and wellness by uh, having more time for fun, having spending less money, saving that money for other things, for travel, and also peace of mind and eventually overall wellness. So, so, so a simple life, could is a direct can be directly correlated to a more healthy and a, a more well way of living absolutely so i love that and so what you just described i don't want to put words in your mouth but let's make sure i got this right it's not just grandpa and grandma downsizing to assisted living this is about any of us at any age at any time of our lives 
when we go through a transition, whether it's a forced transition like a, a divorce or a, a life change, or it's a personal choice to do um, to live a different kind of life. I, I, I bet you see all kinds of people in all kinds of situations going through those transitions. I'm so glad you brought that up, actually, because uh, when we think of downsizing, usually we think of seniors. We're thinking of 60, 65 and up. But true that the majority of population, excuse me, <clears throat> is that. But as you said, it doesn't limit with that because things happen in people's life in earlier age, such as sudden illness, uh, divorce, financial problems, and many, many more things that they have to change their lifestyle. They have to sell. They have to move. They have to downsize. You're absolutely right on that. In fact, I have one experience for a short while I was working with assisted living as a consultant. And in one occasion, at least I remember vividly that this lady, very highly educated, 50, 52 years old, very young, and all of a sudden, because of multiple sclerosis, had to, and she didn't have anyone around. She didn't have family, kids were gone, and she could not take care of herself. And she was looking for assisted living. So this is one example of that, that we don't know what happens tomorrow. So the lighter we live, the more uh, prepared we are to face the emergencies. And actually, COVID-19 is a good example of that, which we're going to go later on, you know, and I would like to talk about that, too. You know, let's let's talk about that right now, because it was exactly what I was thinking, Zoe. Mm -hmm. um, we have so many people right now in, in dealing with COVID-19 who are second guessing the lifestyle that they lived. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I imagine you. You know, you. You know, people are, are pretty much hunkered down at home, and maybe not a lot of people are are taking action. Um, but they're about to take action. They're about to transition their lives to a different kind of living because of COVID nineteen. So, I'd love to hear from you your perspective on that, and 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 how you might be able to help people who are thinking about things like that. Well, thank you. Uh, actually, I have written several articles about this, and not only in relation to my business in general, that how COVID-19, this pandemic, has changed us and is going to change us for the years to come. Um, I think aside from the health uh, part of it, I believe this pandemic uh, was like a social, cultural, and financial big bang, you know? Mm -hmm. Really Absolutely. big bang. Like it made us think and uh, evaluate and uh, and pro uh, see our priorities uh, in all aspects of our lives. It made us think what is really more important, and 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 give us a time with all this lockdown and everything to to think. And one of the things is that okay. Uh, number one, our health is most important after this. We came to realize that more and more. Our relationships, our friends, our freedom, everything. And even, even financially, we realized, my God, we were going out every day and buying things that we really didn't need. And this lockdown actually has saved us money in a very awkward way. You know, so this, this pandemic with all its its viciousness and all its sorrows because of all the precious lives that we lost. But in a very awkward way has been a big lesson and a good lesson. And believe me, it's going to change our lives for many, many years to come. 
and in a good way, a lot of it in a good way, actually. We are going to pass these dark times, but it's going to be really, really in a good way that's going to change that. And my, my mission and my ultimate goal in this business is to coach my clients toward their goal of simplifying their life for a simpler and healthier and less stressful life. And I want them to actually enjoy having less quantity and more quality of life and actually look forward to downsizing rather than be uh, being depressed and stressful about it because we are human beings you know we we feel we feel as we have failed or we have we are losing our friends and neighborhoods and things that we love and we spend money on but believe me this especially this pandemic and, and incidents like this we realize that what is really most important. Well, thank goodness I'm speaking with someone who is seeing this as a glasses half full opportunity. I speak about that. Uh, look, there are a lot of people suffering right now, and I have empathy. Um, I'm suffering in my own ways. But I, like you, see this as a opportunity for society to kind of reassess where we are and to make changes for the better. I hope so. I hope I'm, 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 I'm contributing at least that much. <laughs> so Zoe, it sounds, so I want to talk a little bit about what makes your, um, your business and um, Life Simplified Pro and your approach Zoe special. And it sounds to me like, like it's not just action. It's not just disposing of goods. It's not just getting into it, um, transitioning to a new life. You do a lot of coaching and counseling. I'd like to hear a little bit more about your perspective on how you make this, this transition experience more meaningful to your customers and clients. Well, thank you so much. Let me first start that. Why did I go to this business? Because mm -hmm. I gave you a background. How did I ended up to come to life coaching? Mm -hmm. But really did Three reasons, I think, made me to form this company as Life Simplified Pro. Number one is my diverse education and training, as I explained. Number two is my own personal experience going through this process, which I also mentioned. And number three is my research, or I should say was my research, about the population in need for such services. The more I researched, the more I saw what a huge population we have, and not necessarily seniors, as I mentioned, it could be anybody, but of course, most of it are you know, the senior population that they need such services. Let me give you just a little bit of statistics here for your audience to see where we're going with this. 44% of those who moved over 50 years of age have moved to a smaller place. So 50 years old is not that old, but when they move, they move to smaller places. So that means what translates to downsizing. Then we have almost 40 million over age of 65 in this country and almost 60 million over 85. And this is not counting the baby boomers that are adding to this population every year. So all this population, they need to move to a different lifestyle, to a smaller place for different reasons. And many of them, they need help and they need planning for their move. So 
On top of that, they also need emotional support. And this is what I'm very proud of to contribute to this component of, of moving and downsizing. They need support to get through this transition and to be prepared, not only for the physical move, but accepting their new lifestyle. Because as I mentioned before, it's a sense of failure, loneliness, separation from memories, friends, neighborhoods, and objects that they enjoyed, they paid for, they cared for it, and now they have to let it go. So all this is the, uh, you know, what made me to go to this business, seeing this whole picture. Now, and then you said, I guess, I guess your question was what makes it special the way I do it or what's the difference? With That's us? right. I'd like to, under, I'd like to understand yeah. that kind of like that unique differentiator. What makes sure, you actually, that's a great question because uh, in short answer, I can say life simplified pro is about a process of connecting and establishing a caring and trusting relationship with the client. That is in a nutshell. Now, if I want to expand it more, my business approach is beyond making a business transaction. It is not just about the routine process of packing, donating, selling, and moving, and then to be paid. No. It is about understanding the client's mindset, needs, emotional stress, budget, pain of separation from home, from belongings. It is about holding their hands all the way through this process. As a lifestyle coach, I like to make them feel good about the change. I'm hoping to make them to look forward to their new lifestyle while I am working with them and going through the downsizing or packing their things or giving suggestions and going through this whole process, whatever it is. If it is just downsizing and they want to wait and move later, or is it combination or is it downsizing and organizing, whatever the situation is, that is my approach. You know, you just uh, transitioned to, to the, the next thing I want to ask you about. You talk yeah. about, you don't just talk about, um, your, your business doesn't just cover moving and downsizing. It also covers organizing, mm -hmm. which um, I've always had a, so you don't know me personally, but I'm a relentlessly organized person. It's just my, it's just my personality. My dear wife is not her. If you looked at her desk next to my desk, you would say it, it's polar opposites. Um, if you were to come in and organize my wife, she would probably be organized for maybe a week and then it would go back. Um, so Zoe, how, tell me a little bit about organization. It's not just straightening out piles of paper and putting things in closets. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's more to it if you're going to make it stick. How do you approach that? Exactly. Before I start, let me just make a comment on what you said between you and your wife. Actually, that's <laughs> not very uncommon. First of all, it's uncommon for guys to be that organized because usually all the guys that they are disorganized. <laughs> I'm not generalizing, but I guess the statistics probably will show that. But the second is not unusual that one spouse is very neat and the other spouse is very 
you know, just all over the place. Yeah. It, it's not unusual. And the fact if they can come together and compromise on some level, that would be good. That we're very good. We're very good at that. So um, <laughs> fortunately, we've reached a happy medium. But I, I, I always wonder when I see someone like you say, um, I'm an organizing consultant. I'm like, ah, how do you make that work? Yeah, actually, when I was when I was forming the company, I was I was thinking because I'm an organized person myself, and uh, uh, I, I have been brought up with that kind of discipline, and also with my nursing background. So I was thinking, I really like to have that component, even though it may not directly relate to downsizing, but it does in a way, anyway. So I am thinking that it's very important to talk to people about organizing and, and doing things with them, either for their office or for their home. Because see, some people, they're just totally incapable of it. It's not, it's not their mindset, okay? Or I shouldn't say incapable. It's not their priority. Or That's whatever. right, not their priority. Exactly, it's not their priority. And some, they don't have time. They simply don't have time. That's Just right. Work, working men and women, they go out, they come tired, eat, they go they watch some television, they sleep. Who wants to work? Who wants to organize? Okay. Right. So this is where professional comes in. But I always think that organizing really should not be a chore. Okay. Because the reason becomes a chore because we leave it for so long and we put things all over the place and then it becomes a chore. It becomes a hard work. It becomes painful. I think about organizing, uh, and, and also I don't think organizing is just about, as we see it in many books and things, about organizing the kitchen cabinet or closets or folding towels or shirts in a special professional way or this and that. No, I think organizing is an art, hmm. a talent, just like decorating and designing is in that level. It is also a good habit. And that good habit comes from consistency and repetition. Mm -hmm. That leads to a good character. Then we have that character of being organized. And then that gives us a discipline. That becomes a habit as a discipline. And that discipline and that good character leads to success. See how all of it is, is inter, uh, you know, uh, related? Very then, much so. That success leads to wellness. Yes. And fitness and health are, are just brothers and sisters, you know. So because of less stress and looking for things all the time, being late every day, leaving a poor impression, uh, even sometimes losing our jobs with our employers because of being late or, or untidy or, or, you know, rushing all the time, losing friends, arguments uh, between spouses, you know, as, as you mentioned, one is, one is not, or, you know, or both of them are not organized. It causes clashes within the family. So to avoid all that, I really have a simple advice, and it's very simple. Number one, have a consistent and logical place for everything. By logical, I mean it makes sense that let's say medication is here or oh, my grooming things are there or whatever it is. Have a logical place. So when you think, you say, uh-huh, it should be there. It makes sense. It makes right. sense to be there. Number two, return things faithfully. And I emphasize on that faithfully, meaning repetition, to their assigned places every single time. So this way you are avoiding all that stress looking for things. If your key is always the same place, if your scissors is always the same place, if your screwdriver always has a home, 
So you don't have to look for it. You can go with closed eyes and find it. That is my philosophy about organizing. Of course, there's much more to it and there are articles and everything on my website if anyone is interested. But there is no time here to go on and on and on. Well, well, but but you the thing that the thing that you the thing that you said that is going to stick with me is it's just like it's just like any skill. It take once you learn the 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 right way or or a place for everything. It's a matter of practice and consistent practice. It's no different than becoming a good golfer or a good tennis player. Once you learn how to swing the racket or swing the club the right way, then you need to practice it a lot. It's the same thing around organization, at least the way you described it. Absolutely, that's that's you got it. So Zoe, this has been a great conversation. I want to conclude by asking you there are going to be people who this resonates with and who say, gee, I'm about to downsize or COVID-19 is making me want to rethink the way I live. Or, you know, I've been meaning to organize since I've been sheltered at home and I haven't done a good job at it. Where do people contact you? How do they get started? Uh, well, sure. Uh, quickly, I want to say that, first of all, uh, I, I want them to do their research. I want them to look for providers who they are going to meet their needs and, and wherever they are in life. Also, I want them to, to interview them, make sure that they are on the same page as far as contract or what services they need or how they want that person to perform and all that. Also, very, very important is that to plan six to eight weeks before. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing it on your own without professional, do it gradually. Do not leave it for the last two weeks because it's impossible. Okay. So these are the things that I like to say. As far as info, more information about me and my business, first of all, I, w- I should say that I have 30 minutes complimentary consultation for my clients. That's just to get to know them and listen to them uh, free of charge. And my website is lifesimplifiedpro.com. And over there, they can see more information about me, articles, audios, and everything else, plus my email, which they find it there, and it's Zoe at lifesimplifiedpro.com. And I'm going to put all that information in the description for this podcast so our listeners can easily find it. Zoe, thank you so much for today's conversation. You're a very fascinating person. And I think that this Life Simplified Pro is going to continue to be a very busy and successful business. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Mitch. I really appreciate it. I really enjoyed today's conversation with Zoe. You know, I always associated downsizing and move management with older people moving from their family homes to assisted living or into nursing homes. But these days, it encompasses a much larger demographic. Simplifying life is something that the millennials seek from the get-go. They focus on life experiences over material possessions. And now, so many others are seeking that lifestyle as well. A simplified life is associated with a healthier life, certainly mentally healthier. Do more, accumulate less. So, of course, life circumstances such as divorce, health issues, financial challenges, and empty nesting, for example, might precipitate downsizing. Today, COVID-19 is causing so many people to reflect on their lifestyles and to consider changes to their current lifestyles. 
It is all of these circumstances that make Zoe and her business, Life Simplified Pro, so incredibly valuable. Zoe's ability to understand that human beings who are considering life changes need support in a holistic manner to help make their simplifying activities more fulfilling is what makes Zoe special. Thank you, Zoe, for sharing your business and your insights with us today. And remember, find Zoe on her website, Life Simplified Pro. That's all one word, lifesimplifiedpro.com. And with that, I want to wrap up today by once again thanking all of my guests and my listeners. I want to thank my son, Aaron, for helping me create my Meet Mediocrity logo, which can now be found on t-shirts, stickers, and our website. I want to once again thank my son, Max, of Maxwell Q Productions, for creating my theme music, which has gotten so many raves. And of course, I want to thank my wife, Magnificent Meredith, who continues to be my best Meet Mediocrity sounding board. Please continue to stay safe, to stay healthy, to keep smiling, and to be well. Take care, everyone.